One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. You're listening to the Arts House on Corks 96 FM and C103. It's Elmarie Ma at the microphone with you until 10. Connor Tallon's also here in studio. I'm going to be as fast as I can. <laughs> we have so much to get through this morning. Top of the bill, guys. We have a fantastic competition in association with the Lavish Gallery this morning. We have three vouchers worth 100 euro each to give away to the Lavish, celebrating A, the fact that they're open again, B, the fact that they have a fantastic winter exhibition and see the fact that the shop is open and selling brilliant, brilliant cork made crafts and everything like that for Christmas. So we're going to give that away this morning. In fact, we're going to give the first one away before 8.30. So stay tuned for that. Lots of brilliant guests as well coming up because there's so many concerts and things like that still even happening online. For example, later on, we'll be chatting to Linda Kenny about the first live stream of the Everman Sunday Songbook celebrating the Christmas feeling with Andy Williams. Now, have you been up around Nanonagel Place recently? There's a lot more to that place than meets the eye. It's a music venue, it's an exhibition centre, it's a shop, it's a bookshop, it's a museum, it's a treasure trove of ideas for Christmas. And to find out what they're doing both in the venue and online, I spoke to programme manager Danielle O'Donovan about Nanonagel Place. And also I had a chat to catch up with Conal Creedon this week because his Second City trilogy is running in the Everyman Theatre at the moment. Part two was running this week when I was God. So I had a chat with him to find out about the trilogy that took him on a global tour. <laughs> and also this week's work of the week, I've been instructed to keep it brief. So we did. So it's <laughs> swift is the clue. We'll also be talking about a fantastic Carols by Candlelight concert in Carrigaline, the Christmas jingle coming from the Metropole Hotel and uh, lots more besides. So between now and 10, do hope you can stay with us. We've lots of ideas for you as well for gifts that you can give to everybody else. Oh, this is going to be a groove for me. It's going to be a little something different, but we're going to give it to them anyway. Are you ready? Come on. We want to give out a present to everybody this Christmas. All around the world, for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Are you ready right now? Come on. Here we go. Oh, I like it like that. Come on. That's it. All right. Come on. Oh, Christmas presents around the world. Something mighty sweet to see. If only if I just had a present for everyone under one great big Christmas tree. For every boy that 
For every Johnny that wants a car For every Junior that wants a mobile bike Ride and ride and ride Now my little daughter, she wants a dog that cries One that walks and wipes its eyes See, there's someone that wants somebody home just to live, carry their arms. What a Christmas present, mm-hmm, this Christmas. Oh, what a gift you could be. You know, if I could just give out Christmas presents to everyone under one great big Christmas tree. You know, I'm even fat enough to be the world's biggest Santa Claus. And everybody could just, just stand around and just say, who is that for me? Come on, a Christmas present for everybody this year. And we want to give it to them. Are you ready? Come on, everybody. Come on, one more time together. Merry Christmas, baby. A present for you. Christmas directly from me. For all the disc jockeys around the world, Merry Christmas. All the policemen and all the pretty girls. There's Solomon Burke and he's definitely getting excited about Christmas presents. And now we want to tell you that the Lava Gallery in Wandsworth Key are open seven days a week now. And they're showcasing their winter exhibition in the gallery, as well as an extensive range, of course, of Irish craft and design. And they've something to suit all budgets, that's for sure. So we are celebrating that this morning by giving away a 100 euro voucher right now. And this is what you have to do. I want you to listen to this Christmas carol and it's just going to stop before for a particular word and I want you to tell me what word comes next okay what word comes next text or whatsapp to 0833 96 96 96 Now, there you go. What is the greatest gift they'll get this year? Text your answer and your name to 0833 96 96 96. Now to our first guest, Connor. Yeah, we're heading over to Nanonagel Place to have a chat with the programme manager of the incredible amount of events that are taking place there and how well they've adapted since things had to be kind of changed around because of certain conditions. So, Danielle O'Donovan spoke to me over the phone during the week to tell me more about what is actually going on in Nanonagel Place? And indeed, like all of the various exhibition spaces there, like the printmakers, which opened a year ago this week. We were just speaking about that. We had a beautiful photo shoot last week with the printmakers. And we, none of us could believe it that it was a year since we'd launched, you know, and uh, what a choppy year to kind of launch into. Yeah. Um, but all I can say is that artistic people and creative people, if you give them a challenge, that yeah. just makes them more creative. So, you know, we had this beautiful spring programme all ready to roll out. Uh, the programmes are printed, the printmakers were on the front cover and then suddenly, you know, it was all, like the rug was completely pulled from underneath us but we've been very lucky to get funding from the Department of Cultural Heritage and the Heritage Council and so we've been able to commit lots of things that we were kind of planning to do into the a kind of digital yes. world. 
Well, I'm noticing at the moment things that have been up and running since November, like Fairy Tale of Nano, which is on YouTube, and uh, a musical reflection from the Golden Chapel. But there is so much content that you're planning to put online. They're going to live their life, they'll move on, and they will, will be replaced by other content. Hopefully, you know, some of it's so beautiful that we'll be able to reuse it. Like the fairy tale of Nana will be a beautiful teaching resource for a presentation day every year. Uh, so reduce, reuse, recycle you. But also, um, we want to generate lots of new digital content as well. So if you go onto our website and go onto the What's On section, pretty much most of What's On is actually virtual. So you can see virtual concerts, you can see virtual lectures. There's lots of lovely content up there to keep you interested over the winter months. This morning I just received an email informing me that uh, there is an exhibition as well launching its Irish Landscape and Sea Exhibition, The Land Under the Waves, and that's marking the years since you opened that part of the building. Yes, it is, and you know it, it's completely topical because many of the artists who contributed to the exhibition have said that they found being locked down within that five kilometre radius just so shocking because they found the sea such an incredible source of inspiration and suddenly to not be able to go to the sea there was this huge creative response that when artists actually got to go back to the sea they were just so happy and the works they have created to be able to splash their feet in the water it's completely inspired the terrible thing about about having a print gallery is that I want to buy them all it's (laughs) (laughs) they're so beautiful so, but please come and save me from myself and, and buy them. Uh, so we can dance the exhibition officially on Friday, but the exhibition will run right over Christmas and the New Year. There are plenty of other opportunities now that you're open to the public. People can come in. Not alone can they come up and look at the printmakers and put a little red tab on the print of their choice, but they can also have a good look around the shop as well. There's plenty on offer there, isn't there? We've got a gorgeous design and gift shop. We also have a cork-focused bookshop, and you'll be very excited to know we now have an online shop. So even if you're at home cocooning, you don't want to come out, you can now do lots of your shopping online in our online shop. And one other thing to to mention is actually that um, we now have an app uh, which has a virtual tour. So again, if if you are staying safe and and keeping near home, if you download the app, so you just have to type in Nanonagal Place into wherever you get your app, it will appear. And uh, you can have a virtual tour. Yeah. And um, the wonderful Evelyn Grant is the tour guide. So... um, uh, with our funding, we actually made a visual, a visually descriptive tour for people who um, have any kind of visual impairment. So you'll hear Evelyn bringing you around Nanonagle Place, but she's actually describing the building and the things that you're seeing that you might see, as well as telling the story of Nanonagle. So it's an interesting experience to listen to that tour. I'd almost wonder what would Nanonagle make of all of this? <laughs> well, you know, I think she was a communicator and she was a maker and a doer. Yeah. And... Um, so we, we just kind of think we're, well, we're continuing her story. And of course, you know, the other part of the site is the Lantern and Cork Migrant Centre and the men's group. And they are the kind of living embodiment of what Nano wanted to do. She yeah. wanted to reach marginalised people and make their lives better through education. So there's a kind of a two sides to, to the coin of Nano Nagel Place. All that great history and, and culture. And then at the other side, all of that work to, to make people's lives better. And over the next few years, we're going to work so hard to integrate the two sides of our organisation. Just before we go, you're just about to put stuff up online, new material, which is telling a lot of the historical side of Nanonagel Place, looking back in time. Yes, we are. In fact, we're going to spend next year time travelling, essentially. And um, yesterday, along the office floor, we made a chronology that starts in January 2021. Uh, and then we are going to work back through time 
1771, when the first building in Nanonagal Place was built, the first convent was finished in 1771. So we have a 250th anniversary to, to celebrate all of next year. And I'm really excited about a, telling the story, but actually inviting the people of Cork to come and tell their stories to us of how they have um, kind of been educated or, or been to, to classes and different things at, at South Press, which is now not a nickel place. Yeah. Do you know what? A lot of people would look back on 2020 as being a bit of a last year. I think it was a year where the whole world had a chance to maybe take a step back and look back and also look forward. And that's exactly what you've done in Nanonagel Place. And if people want to have a look around for themselves and even get the app and literally have a a good look around for themselves, all you have to do (laughs) is just go to nanonagelplace.ie and you'll take everybody from there, won't you? Hopefully you'll be able to find everything you need on our website. And obviously, we really love to see you in person. Yeah. So do come and visit us very soon. Your doors are open and absolutely it's a centre of learning and also a source of inspiration. And again, thank you for what you've done and the community that works there. You've worked very hard just to keep Nanonagel Place the essential venue that it has become. It's an essential service that the city and the county needs. Danielle O'Donovan, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And in fact, if you get down there this morning between 10 o'clock and 4 o'clock today, they've got a zero-waste outdoor market this Sunday. So that's great altogether. That's in Nanonagel Place. Again, my thanks to Danielle O'Donovan for that. Now, this morning, we are celebrating in association with the Lava Gallery on Wandsford Quay, the fact that they're open, they're showcasing their winter exhibition, and they have something to suit all budgets for Christmas gifts from painting, sculptures, print, ceramics and wood and all sorts of things. The competition to win a €100 Euro voucher before a this morning is listen to this Christmas tune and tell me what word comes next. Text or WhatsApp your answer to 0833 96 96 96. What word comes next? What? Okay, it's not going to be a gift from the lavish, but we can give that to you this morning. And it wouldn't be Christmas without the Christmas jingle, guys, which for the last number of years has been an incredible afternoon of singing, entertainment, lunch, socialising, raffles and raising money for charity. And I can't believe that its organiser, Marguerite O'Connor, has been able to pull it off online this year. And Marguerite is a powerhouse and chatted to Elmarie about their determination to raise even more money this year, though they've moved online. Yeah, thanks, Elmarie. It's fantastic. It's, do you know what? Every year we have so many people that volunteer, they give their time and their vocals and their Christmas spirit, I suppose, to um, the Christmas jingle. And as you know, we, we change charities every year and it's always a hard decision, obviously, as to, to who to donate to. So this year is the Enable Ireland Children's Centre in Corraheen. And yeah, we've a fantastic lineup. We actually, we have Mick Flannery as a very special guest star this year, who's going to give us a performance of Christmas Past and along with that we've 10 other singers plus myself all singing the Christmas classics pure Christmas cheer a couple of group songs a lot of solo songs and just the usual Christmas jingle of pure Christmas and we are moving online which is very very different for us we're so used to that lovely vibe of people sitting with their food and their drinks and uh, enjoying raffles and all sorts so what we're going to do is actually keep the raffle this year as well which will be online and we have great prizes hotel stays with hampers with the usual brilliant support from businesses again this year and what we do want to do though is 
as well as supporting Enable Ireland, I want to stream this as well into nursing homes and hospitals and to those who are very much isolated from families and cut off so that at least there can be something shared and kind of connected up with families as well. And I did a Swing in the Park summer stream a couple of months ago and it reached the US and it reached Thailand and it was so lovely to see people from far and wide who won't be able to travel home this Christmas either. So we're really hoping, I suppose, to get the message out there, um, have a brilliant Christmas event that people can watch kind of far and wide and connect up maybe with their with their families as well. And what we were asking people to do is actually, if they do have family, you know, overseas or away or maybe people isolating, if they want us to try to give them a shout out, then get in touch and, and drop us a note on Facebook or by email and we'll try to include that as well. So we're trying to make it a positive, uplifting kind of Christmas afternoon and it's going to stream live on December 20th at 6pm. But the important factor is after that as well, if you have your ticket, you can watch it at any time that you, that you wish to. So if it doesn't suit to watch it at 6pm, people can tune in again with families at a later time or maybe the next morning or lunchtime if it's with kids or something like that. And you're really making it accessible because you're selling the tickets through Eventbrite, which is uh, great to see another core company on board. And you're yeah. doing kind of early birds so people can buy an early bird viewing ticket for the Christmas jingle for just €5 Euro if they get in there quickly. And you can also buy your raffle tickets when you're buying your ticket to see the concert, which is brilliant because that means then by the time the concert comes around and you're doing the live stream and all that sort of crack, you'll already have the raffle done, ready to go and people can get the results and whatever have you then as well. So when people buy their tickets, all of those donations then will be going straight to Enable Ireland and uh, it's built into the ticket price, which is fantastic. Where did you film the Christmas jingle this year? We actually went to the Metropole Hotel who were absolutely superb and there's a huge beautiful ballroom there um, overlooking Cork City there's a bit of a rooftop view that we've taken in as well and we've captured the quite blustery view of myself up there but we've captured the lights of Patrick Street and even the big wheel there that's up on Grand Parade so we're trying to really link it back in and the hotel were fantastic I couldn't say enough nice things and they've separate rooms so we were all socially distanced we set up the stage brought in our Christmas decorations, made it as, as Christmassy as possible. But the, the hotel, I suppose, we were lucky in that we were able to film, you know, while it was closed to the public. So we were very much able to abide by regulations and kind of mask up, unfortunately. So we don't have our usual mingle at the jingle, but we, we do have a socially distanced uh, version. So we we had great space there. We were able to kind of spread out around the room as well. And we have a mix of acoustic covers. We've piano with the usual full tracks and we have managed to do a couple of big full group songs with with the whole group as well kind of spread out around the floor so it was fantastic the metropole is a gorgeous gorgeous hotel and a real piece of historic park as well so it's lovely it it really is um, a full I suppose Cork Christmas it's a quintessential celebration of Cork at Christmas and all people have to do is find you on Facebook the Christmas Jingle 2020 tickets are being sold through Eventbrite and it'll be streamed live at 6 o'clock on the 20th of December and also then people can hang on to the link and watch it afterwards if they wish as well Margarita O'Connor, always a pleasure. Delighted you managed to pull it off. Fair play to you. 
Thank you so much, Elmer. We're looking forward to it. And thanks to everybody who supported us, including yourselves. And I'm delighted always to talk to Marguerite. And I'll give you a quick reminder about the Christmas jingle again next week. Don't worry about that. But in the meantime, our competition in the association with the Lavitt Gallery on Wandsford Quay open with their winter exhibition and the most stunning array of beautiful Irish crafts and gifts for Christmas from Irish craft makers. And we're definitely supporting Irish this year. All you have to do is listen to this Christmas carol. And I'm going to pick the winner for this now before half eight. Listen to this. Tell me what word comes next. There you go. 0833-969696. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I had a fantastic email during the week from the Cork Light Orchestra. Brilliant orchestra put together by Ilza Desire, who basically gathered a group of musicians who were interested in playing, looked at their instruments and orchestrated a piece of music for them. She's done a whole series of them. We're going to feature some of their Christmas music next week, but they recorded this in the summer. It's Sway.
that. Okay, I'm going to get the computer to do its thing and I'll tell you the answer and the winner right after news on the way. Corks 96FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes Cork. Fresh, flowery and full of taste. It's at the root of what we do. Thanks a million, Jess. That is the incredibly talented all-rounder, Jess Lean, in the newsroom. What am I talking about? You have to stay tuned before nine. A big revelation on the way, guys. Uh, also a revelation in a couple of minutes. But before we do that, what's making the front pages of the Sunday papers, Connor? Well, if you're looking at the front page of the Sunday Times, we'll get one take on the Brexit deal. The headline says, Irish border poses barrier to final Brexit deal. And according to Justine McCarthy, the McCarthy, the border is once again a potential deal breaker in Brexit negotiations with the EU insisting that the UK government must abandon planned legislation that breaches the Irish protocol if it wants a deal on 825 billion euros worth of annual trade. So that's the main story on the front page of the Sunday Times. Another story is Garley, quote, cancelled thousands of 9-9 calls. And uh, PUP fraudsters denied 94 million. The Department of Social Protection has stopped 24,000 pandemic unemployment payments to recipients recipients not entitled to receive the subsidy, saving the state an estimated 94 million euro, writes John Mooney for the Sunday Times. Onto the Irish Mail on Sunday. And the main story there is President Higgins. And it's a quote, and it says, I'll get COVID-19 vaccine. So the government is to recruit celebrities to reassure the public. And that's an exclusive on the front page of the Irish Mail on Sunday. Sunday. President Michael D. Higgins will take a vaccine against COVID-19 if one is recommended, he confirmed to the Irish Mail on Sunday. And also there's a picture of the Justice Minister as there was on the front page of the Sunday Times with her husband Paul Hickey. There's another picture of on the front page of the Irish Mail on Sunday. And the heading there is Baby on Board, First Pregnant Cabinet Minister. And the heading under the one on the Sunday Times was Bump Along the Way to the co- to the Cabinet. And also she's on the front page of the Sunday Independent, Baby on Board for Delighted Justice Minister. The Business Post heads with government sets deadline of 2023 to salvage all jobs lost to the COVID-19 crisis. And the other main story is that there's a price rise in building supplies that's threatening new housing delivery. And that's the Business Post. On to the Sunday Independent. Back to the vaccine again. And it's a vaccine buddy for care home residents. Maeve Sheen and Hugh O'Connell writing together tell us that the Minister for Health has been asked to allow nursing home residents choose a loved one to be included in the COVID-19 vaccination in in January when it rolls out. The proposal means that each of the country's 30,000 nursing home residents would nominate a single relative or friend as a vaccine buddy to ensure that they can still get visits while waiting for the rest of the population to catch up on the immunisation programme. That's a wonderful idea altogether. And uh, finally, Brendan O'Connor just talks about the audacity of Ireland's joy. And basically, he asked the same question, would you have thought, would you have thought, would you believe, would you have thought, basically everything that has happened. And he ends it with, 
we wouldn't have believed if you told us about it this Christmas. So what a year we've had, but it's very optimistic altogether. Anyway, I'd like to say congratulations to the Minister for Justice and uh, here's to see that conditions improve for female politicians in Ireland. Absolutely. Isn't it amazing that it's taken until now Yes, to, to have this kind of come up as, oh, something we should have sorted long ago. Absolutely. So uh, best of luck to her indeed. And congratulations to all of those of you who entered the competition between 8 and 8.30. This morning we are celebrating the Lava Gallery on Wandsford Quay, now open seven days a week. I'm definitely going to call down myself this afternoon and see the amazing, amazing range of uh, fantastic gifts and things like that that they have for Christmas. All Irish craft and makers and we're celebrating that by giving away 100 euro vouchers for the Lava this morning. So before 8.30 we gave you a question and the answer of course is life. Well done to so many of you who entered and uh, gave me that answer. A few of you did change the lyrics a little bit and that's why sometimes even the things that are most familiar can sometimes trip us up. But well done to Marie Collins in Kinsale. Uh, you are the winner of the first voucher. But we have two more to give away this morning and we're going to do it in association with lots of fantastic Christmas carols as well. And of course, don't forget that Cork's 96 Miss is online now. If you go onto the 96FM app or website, you can have this and all your Christmas favorites. It's 24 hours a day. Um, but I suppose, right, okay, why not? Let's just move straight on and uh, say, okay, you didn't win that one. How about the next one? Okay, so between now and nine o'clock, tell me what is the next word in this Christmas carol? And again, it's as simple as that. What's the missing word? And you're in the draw before nine for a 100 euro voucher from the Lavic Gallery on Wandsford Key. Okay, text or WhatsApp your answer and your name, of course, to 0833 96 696. Here you go. Oh, the weather outside is. Well, it's a bit foggy today, apparently, according yeah. to Jess later on. I don't know. What do you think? Text your answer 0833 96 96 96 or WhatsApp as well, and we'll throw you in the draw. More Cork music from the Cork Chamber Choir with festive music. Caroling, caroling, now we go. Christmas bells are ringing.
Before talking to Assistant Curator Michael Waldron about this week's Work of the Week, my brief was to be brief. Michael, we're really stuck for time this week because we're coming right up to Christmas and I think the magic word of this week's edition for every interview is just one word and it's swift. And what an amazing choice you made this week. Before I even said it to you that we'd have to do a fairly fast interview, you just turned around and said swift. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so tell me all about this week's swift work of the week. Jonathan Swift. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) This work of the week is our portrait of Jonathan Swift, which dates to about 1735 by the artist and architect, actually, Francis Bindon. To keep it very, very swift, you said that you didn't recognise him at first. No, I didn't. I suppose people's mental image of Jonathan Swift, if they have one, might be the old £10 note, curly wig, yes. purpley pink note. <laughs> so they had Jonathan Swift likeness very close to them if, if you're a certain age. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a much more informal portrait. He seems not to be wearing his wig. There's a very dark brownish background and he's wearing a sort of a brownish robe, although I think maybe originally that might have been black but has has maybe faded with time Mm, mm. and he wears a sort of a white cravat or something around his neck so he's just staring out at us from the darkness with these kind of more limp natural grey curls maybe his natural hair dark eyebrows a red cap and it's much more informal as if maybe he's working from home in in this particular portrait his house coat (laughs) his house coat exactly but he's looking He's not smiling. That's my best way of putting it. (laughs) No, he's not. And today we might consider what his mental health would have been like in the decade before this portrait was made. Mm. He had a lot of losses, people who were very close to him. In the day, they might have called it melancholy. He looks kind of tired, possibly in a low mood. Uh, I think jokingly, he said, I have been fool enough to sit for my picture at full length by Mr. Bindon <laughs> in, in his diary from 1735. So maybe he was sitting for the portrait then. <laughs> but what's really interesting is he kept this portrait very close to him. He was the dean of St. Patrick's Cathedral, of yes. course, and he kept yeah. it in the deanery, later bequeathed it to his housekeeper, Mrs. Ridgway. Another endowment in his will was to found what is now St. Patrick's Mental Health Services in Dublin. And the various wards are named after him and people who were in his immediate circle to this day. It's an amazing legacy. Incidentally, the artist was a friend of his as well. He was, so I I think there was a sort of a gentle jab there in his little (laughs) diary entry. Yeah, Francis Bindon was born in County Clare, independently wealthy, and studied under one of the leading court painters in Britain of the day, Sir Godfrey Neller, and a very close friend of Swift. So you can imagine the two bodies in a room, one sitting still and the other painting, maybe over a number of weeks or months. But it's one of several portraits, actually, that Bindon made of Swift. But this is the most informal of them all. Now, despite the fact that Bindon obviously said during the session, like, if you don't smile, I'm going to paint you, you know, with a glum looking face and sure, go on, do, I don't care. <laughs> but it turned out that Swift really admired Bindon. He thought very, very highly of his, his ability as an artist and an architect. He did, yeah. He, he said that Bindon was the greatest painter and architect of his time in wow. these kingdoms. Now, that would probably be 
overly kind, but it just shows the esteem and regard he had for his friend. Swift didn't always have many friends. He was, of course, a satirist, so he wrote political satire, Mm. like Drapier's Letters and a Modest Proposal. But everyone today will remember him for Gulliver's Travels, which he wrote in 1726. And when was this roughly painted, more or less? So about 1735. So okay. I suppose within nine or ten years of writing Gulliver's Travel. So what age would you think Swift would have been at that stage? So He was in his late 60s. Okay, that's unusual for that day. Yeah, Yeah. I suppose he lived another ten years or so. He had actually a pretty long life yes. for the time. I, I think he looks a little bit festive <laughs> in yeah. this portrait yeah. with his greyish white locks and his, his red cap. I mean, maybe he won't be giving gifts to children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love this work of the week opened with a quotation from him and because we were celebrating his birthday ah. a few days ago. And so he said, I'm as old as my tongue and a little older than my teeth. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just wish him a happy birthday. Maybe that might cheer him up a little bit. But people can now actually go and meet him and wish a happy birthday to him in person if they'd like. They can indeed. So we're so delighted that on the 1st of December, we reopened our doors. So if you're in town, if you, if you can make it into Cork City Centre safely and you're comfortable to do so, our doors are open every day. We'll have some extended opening hours as well. From next week, we'll be open till... 7.45 on Thursdays and Fridays and then regular hours for all of the other days of the week and you'll find Jonathan Swift on our first floor in our historic Penrose rooms which are very suitable 18th century rooms for this 18th century gentleman. Excellent. Absolutely wonderful. I was just reading during the week just very briefly that a lot of people were talking and praising the galleries that were now open from the Crawford to the National Gallery and how in itself it was actually a great mental relief for a lot of people to have the freedom to just go along and look at a work of art and I recommend that people do it because in itself it can be very, very satisfying kind of just give you a sense of some sort of freedom at least. Freedom to just go into a gallery and spend a little bit of time with yourself and in this case in the company of the Dean, Dean Jonathan Swift. Again, Michael, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Connor. I really love that series and I think I'm really looking forward to going and visiting the Crawford and going around to see the various works of the week. In fact, right the way throughout lockdown, Connor and Michael recorded those particular series and they're all still available on our podcast page. If you go onto the Corks 96 FM or C103 websites, you can find all of the previous works of the week. You can see them online as well on the Crawford Gallery website, but you can also now go in uh, to the gallery, stand in front of them and listen. Listen to the little podcast that will lead you through a journey of each painting as well and treat yourself to doing it in person. That'll be fantastic. Okay, guys, we're still running that competition in association with the Lavic Gallery on Wandsford Quay, now open seven days a week and celebrating that by giving you a €100 Euro voucher for their gallery today. We're celebrating their winter exhibition and the whole range of Irish craft and design that they have in terms of Christmas gifts. And we're encouraging you to pop in and buy your Christmas gifts there because everything from all budgets, painting, sculpture, print, tiny little ceramics, decorations for the Christmas tree, handmade, turned wood, beautiful decorations, little stocking fillers and everything in between. And you can check them out on lavitgallery.com 
But if you'd like to win a voucher right now, what's the missing word that comes next in this? Text or WhatsApp me to 0833 96 96 96. What's next? The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes Cork. Fresh, flowery and full of taste. It's at the root of what we do. And we are delighted, in fact, to be playing a fantastic Christmas song this morning in association with that Mace supporting Irish music. And I'm delighted to welcome back into studio all the way from down the corridor, <laughs> Jess Lane. Hello, hello, hello. This, like, we're morning. becoming like dancing with the staff now, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> It's chatting to the staff. But this is because a couple of weeks ago we were talking about your debut film. This is not your debut single. I mean, like you're a recognised musician and singer, but this is your first Christmas song. Yeah, it is. And And it's for charity. Yeah, it is for charity. So which charity are you doing it for, Jess? It's for Alone Ireland. And just given the theme of the song, it seemed to be quite fitting. So yeah, I'm really delighted I've done that. You know, Chris Rea's Driving Home for Christmas is obviously one of the, it's one of my favourite songs and it's so more poignant this year now yeah. more than ever you wrote this song when you were coming home for Christmas but not driving no I was on a bus <laughs> and it was five years ago so yeah um, yeah I was on a bus from Dublin to Cork and just just fell out of me <laughs> yeah and this particular song takes a little journey of its own so tell us about who's in it so it's about a couple in old time Ireland um, and it's about them meeting and the first interactions and falling in love and I always think there's just something extra magic about being in love in Ireland there's something I know that's cheesy but um, yeah it's a bit of a a wintry lullaby so uh, it takes us the whole way through then to the future where there's a little bit of a sad ending but poignant as you say and needed for I suppose the charity that it's for which is a total coincidence and I actually have the word alone in the song which is completely ironic because it's only in the last I suppose couple of months that I started thinking about that so yeah. So when you have this charity single now when people download it does the money go to a loan or are you getting people to make donations? So what I have is a GoFundMe page which I'm stunned at the generosity of people it's just blown me away honestly um, we've raised nearly 2,000 euro and it's still climbing um, so that's on GoFundMe and there's like forward slash Mm -hmm. Christmas charity single Um, you can also find it on my Instagram bio and my Facebook bio all those things but uh, what I'm also going to do is watch the downloads on iTunes and donate all of that money as well so 100% of proceeds are going to loan That's fantastic you've called it Christmas of 79 it's really beautiful it's so sweet it's innocent and it's poignant and just congratulations on it and best of luck with your fundraising this is Christmas of 79 we're asking you to download it this week Back in Christmas of 79 dear Well I could not ever have known T'would be you to come by and know me oh so well Though I swore I could go it alone stars were above Dublin City And I could not contain myself As the rivers ran into the Liffey And the brush of your hand my cheek felt I had only a moment to glance you 
Christmas of 79 and she's on the way with news next. Corks 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes Cork. Fresh, flowery and full of taste. It's at the root of what we do.